0: Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Like if I order a salad at a restaurant, I get this dressing on the side and I take a forkful of lettuce and dip it into the dressing. I'm a freaking weirdo about how much I like to dip things. And Liz. I do think that Gen Z's, I think Sydney and Grayson are so cute. Don't get me wrong. I think they're going to regret some of the things (laughs) that they wear. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Tuesday, everybody. How's it going? Well, it's still not feeling like fall here yet. It's disgusting. It's truly so hot. It's disgusting. It's so hot. And you know what's annoying is that I'm still so pale because I never really got like the summer tan from like having a baby in June and Mm -hmm. then like being postpartum. So it's like, normally I'm entering October with like still a little bit of a tan. I'm just not. You're pasty. And it's hot. And you're going through a curly hair journey. Give us an update. It's not going super well. It's going okay. So the thing that I've collected off of Instagram is that everyone tells me that everyone is different and that it can take months to get your curly hair Figured out, so because like you're, you are need to, like retrain your hair because like you need no, to be trying different Everyone's things. hair is different. Yeah, it's so different, and like it's almost getting to some people are like also when you're a mom, sometimes it's just not even worth it. Oh, that's gossip. Yeah. So, because it's like an eighty step process. So, um, I well, learned how to plop, which was good, and I do think that has helped. Um, but then it's the sleeping in it that then it always gets jacked up after yeah. i sleep in it so i ordered a silk pillowcase i'm not to the point where i'm gonna wear a silk bonnet no to bed no, yet. No, no, no 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 but no. i like i just my hair is not that good like i'm not gonna do that yet but i did order a silk pillowcase thinking that will help i just sleep so violently right now with like picking up a baby in the middle of the night and it's just i just don't think now would it was probably the ideal time for why me why did you decide to go on this journey now i don't know and not like before you had a baby i don't know okay thought about it wanted to <laughs> wanted to wanted to do you need a more of an explanation than no that? i really don't so i don't know like day two it always looks like just like ratty and so i don't it just doesn't look good so i do have a i don't know if i'm gonna do it or not but i did find a curly hair specialist in st louis and i have a haircut scheduled in a couple with her? Of weeks with him um but i don't know that just feels like a really big commitment why does that feel like a big commitment because then they're gonna like cut my hair for like curly hair and what if i am like this was stupid I don't, i'm just gonna keep brushing my hair out and then i have a curly haircut well what 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 really is the difference it's just like layers i guess i guess i don't know i just think go to the consultation you can always be like i'm worried about this and maybe they yeah. will look at your hair and be like yeah, you're just not yeah because i you're feel lost like cause. i feel not a lost cause but i feel like you have curly hair but you don't have that curly of hair I don't know. The or difference. do you? I don't know. I don't know what I have. <laughs> I don't have like intense ringlets like some people have. But I would also say it's more more curly than wavy. Yeah, I would say it's more curly than wavy. So, I don't know. I'm so excited to be on the sidelines for this. I'm not excited to be going through it. It's very not not something that I'm enjoying. Because I don't, I don't like this kind of stuff. I don't like the trial and error. You have to buy all these products. Yeah. It's just... Anyway... I'm a little bit salty about it because i've tried it twice and it hasn't worked out well so well keep trying yeah no i know um i'm so in my like journey update is my capsule wardrobe is everything to me i'm never not doing this again love it it is so nice so basically here's how you can diy your own capsule wardrobe. you don't need to go buy stuff that's don't don't do that i mean unless you want to but like just look look in your closet and find like five pants and like like seven tops And like a two jackets and like, but make sure it all goes together and it's easy to mix and match Mm -hmm. and separate it from the rest of your closet somehow. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's like really been key for me, even if it's just like adding it to a different section of your closet. And then you're just like looking cute. But like you're just if you're a simple outfit girl, like I'm just a simple outfit girl. I just like want Mm -hmm. I want I want getting dressed to be easy. And I just want to I'd almost like rather like the star of the show. Be, like, my hair or, like, my lipstick or, like, an accessory. Like, I don't need to have, like, the hottest trending outfit. Like, that's just not me. Yeah. And then it's so fun if you're like, oh, I'm going to mix it up today. Let me add this pink sweater because it doesn't really go in my capsule wardrobe because it doesn't go with everything. But, like, then you can, like, add a piece here and there and it feels like a totally different thing. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I think that's great. I have played around with the idea of maybe, like, signing up for one of those clothing, um, like, where the stylist, like, curates outfits for you and they send it to you and then you can either like like i think the one i was looking at is called daily look and then you can either like buy if you buy one thing then it goes towards a styling fee you know what i'm talking about so it's like a stitch fix box yeah but But a little bit more like you're like gonna talk to a person i don't know oh i just this one just keeps i'm getting Mm -hmm. i'm getting uh targeted for it on all the social medias Mm. so i don't know i just feel like i don't know where to start since we cleaned out my closet and i'm overwhelmed by things and i don't like online shopping at all i don't no, like I looking on every website i don't like adding things to my cart and in the feeling like i can't check out until i've looked at every single i know it's page. so toxic it's just and i don't have time like i no. do not have time to do that because i also one thing about me i hate online shopping on my phone i'll only do it on my laptop yeah and i just I, there's never a time where i have like an hour to sit in front of my laptop and like online shop so i hate it right so anyway i might do that like daily look or stitch fix i like that for you i've had i'm very much also on a sweater sweater journey everything we just say journey on the things of like what we're up to yeah like, we that's the most millennial word of the day journey like that's all we talk about Yeah. but anyway i saw this tiktok which tiktok is it's, in, it's an interesting place. It's an interesting landscape. But this girl was talking about how she doesn't want to have sweaters that have like acrylic or polyester in them because like they just don't wash and they don't wear as well. And then she recommended the sweater from J. Crew, and I got it when it was 30% off. So it felt a little bit better and it is 100% cotton. and It is the best sweater in the world. Like I can just see how like, yes, this is a sweater I will wear for years and years and years and years and years. Done. Yeah. Done. Bada bing. Bada boom. Guess yeah. what? Now I have a cream sweater. I bought it too. What color did you buy? The same color we're gonna wear it all the time accidentally we have got to be careful about that well elizabeth and i have some of the same clothes though or like when we go to these brand events and it's just so funny to like because we kind of look alike obviously because we're sisters yeah and like we show up in like the same like nikes and it's like who are these girls i know it's really annoying when we go anywhere with fred and james and we have the same diaper bag the same wallet and the same car seat it's a bit much. It's kind of weird. We should diversify. Anyway, what are we talking about today, Kyle? Well, we have a millennial update. Um, We have a great eight that I'm pretty excited about. Industry News, Ditch the drive through Blake's Besties. It's like your run-of-the-mill kind of thing. Love it. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it with the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less Less lame. lame. Today's millennial word is not a word, but it's more just an update, and this just... You know, I think as a millennial, we are looking at the Gen Zs and we're like, gosh, are they going to be as embarrassed as we were? I think they will be. And they will be because this, I saw this on TikTok and it just made sense to me. And it said, checker print is the new chevron. Yeah. Like, like race, like racing stripes. Well, like, yeah, check. Uh, ra- yeah, check. Yeah. But now we're doing color checks. We're doing rainbow checks. Yeah. We're, we're doing all the things. And it is the new chevron print yeah that i feel like that has never totally been out because if you think about like vans have the checker print and those have always kind of been in but it's more in than it ever was before yeah so it's like checker print is the new chevron and smiley faces are the new owls no i 100 agree i do think that gen z's i think Sydney and grayson are so cute don't get me wrong i think they're gonna regret some of the things <laughs> that they wear like what the long denim skirt well, that's the th- that's the thing. The long denim skirts, and again, back to my capsule wardrobe. You, I'm not. I'm done buying into all these trends. Yeah, I don't. I put. You know what I put on a pair of the, on the other day? A pair of skinny jeans. And you know, I was like, these fit me good. I look better in these. Yeah, I. I'm done with. The, I know. I'm done. I'm I know. done with you guys. Skinny jeans are already are already back. Because it's such a thing because to like dress flattering. Because they're flattering. It's such a thing, right? It's such a thing, and it should be a thing to dress for your body type. And some people's body type looks better in skinny jeans. Yeah. And the wide leg jeans, the boyfriend jeans are not doing them any favors. No. So wear the jeans that look best. And there were times when skinny jeans were the only thing that was in, those weren't the most flattering on other people's yeah. body types. And now these like wide leg jeans are like a saving grace. So just. Don't fall for all the stuff. No, And the long denim skirts, it's like, and I think you, I think you, it's, it's the long denim skirts with the ankle socks that have ruffles on them and the black loafers. Like, what is going on? Well, and it's like, you know, the saying, she'd look good in a paper bag. Yeah. That's what that means. That, like, these girls are, they are cute girls. That's why they look cute mm. in a long denim skirt. That, that's a paper bag. Yeah. It's kind of like the target effect. It's like, take the decor and take it to the mm. trash can, all, take the denim skirt. Mm-hmm. and like separate it from the cute Instagram girl. It's not cute. Yeah. It's not like, cute. Me walking around in my grocery store in the suburbs, like not a look, not a vibe. Where are they going? I'm being genuine. Where are all these people who are getting dressed every day going? I I don't, they're going, I don't know. Like, my, like, my, my hunch is that they're coffee run. I'm like, you're wearing that to a car. Well, again, they probably live in like a city See, or I mean, something know, we, just and we just don't. We just so, don't. Like, St. Louis is, like, such... If you're from St. Louis, I feel like you'll know this. Like, it's just such an athleisure town. Yeah. Like, all we do is walk around in athleisure. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone just walks around in athleisure. So much so that when I when I went and visited Dallas for the first time, I was, like, taken aback by the amount of people that just wore clothes. <laughs> and I will say, like, when I first moved there, I I felt out of place wearing athleisure. Eventually got used to it, and you kind of stopped noticing the people who were dressed up really nice, and you do see that other people are also in athleisure. But... I was taken aback that people were yeah. wearing something other than. Well, athleisure. they have places to go. Yeah, exactly. We, we have like, target, I and we just have like Target. Yeah. So anyway, um, all that to be said, checker print is the new chevron. Will it go out of style in the way that chevron does? I personally don't think so because I don't think it's ever truly gone out. Vans being my. Do you think best. chevron's going to come back? Not in the way that it. Not in the way no, that it did. I don't think so either. I think that there could be a toned down everything's just toned down like when chevron was in it was like wear a pink chevron dress with like a teal chunky necklace like everything was about like bright colors i feel like everything now is very like neutral yeah and i feel like we always say this i just think this is interesting about like fashion and i don't even mean like high-end fashion like i like everyday regular fashion Mm -hmm. it is so interesting to see what it does and i feel like right now and i think we say this all the time i feel like right now though There's always extremes, but like the mid is like pretty neutral, easy Mm -hmm. clothes to wear. Mm -hmm. I agree. Anyway. Anyway, should we do our great eight? Yeah. So we're going to do a great eight and we're going to do dips. So the great eight is a game we play where we pick a category, pick eight things in that category, and then we debate them until we have a winner. And so like Kelly said, we are going to be doing the great eight of dips. I feel like fall is such a dipping season. Um. Like, don't serve me an appetizer unless there is a dip to go along with it. I'm not interested. I'm such a dip. I'm such a dip girl. Well, condiments and dips, we're condiment girlies. And so, like, that also means we're dip girls. Yeah, I agree. I'm just always looking for... Like, I can't hardly eat something if I'm not... Like, this is the perfect example. Last night, I made chicken Caesar salad wraps because, you know, how every three months you forget... You remember that Mm -hmm. those exist and you ask yourself, why am I not making this once Mm -hmm. a week? So I made chicken Caesar salad wraps. Like, I made a bag salad and then I had, like, the Just Bare Chicken Nuggets and I did make a side of rice and we put them all in a wrap. They were fabulous. But the problem was, I was like, I want to dip it in Caesar dressing. In (laughs) more Caesar dressing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I'm like, that's just so much... But I almost would rather have the dry lettuce and, I would. and let myself I would. dip it yeah. than have it mixed together. Me too, Like, I just love the art. I love to dip. I love to control my bites a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Like, if I order a salad at a restaurant, I get the dressing on the side. And I take a forkful of lettuce and dip it into the dressing. I'm yes. a freaking weirdo about yes. how much I like to dip things. I know. We're dip girls. So let's, um, let's figure out what is the best dip. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to throw out a heavy hitter just right off the front. And that's buffalo chicken dip i made it less this past weekend so good it's just there's it something about every it time. something about it um i'm gonna say guac okay also very solid a really solid one um guac adjacent queso mm, i do love a queso mm-hmm. queso so like a freaking rotel queso vibe in a crock mm-hmm. pot okay i'm gonna stick with the mexican theme i'm gonna say a taco dip I- like sour cream taco seasoning cheese tomatoes black olives tortito scoops also has no business being so delicious um how about french onion dip yeah that's a little kettle chip kind of Mm -hmm. moment Mm -hmm. and we're obviously we're basing this off of enjoying it with its preferred vehicle method obviously um it's it's a staple it's a classic and it's my ranch dip oh yeah that's very good very good how many is that five no six okay um how about spin dip? Mm. Spinach artichoke. Mm. That's a fancy one. You know what I mean? Like you see that at the party. Uh, that's more of like you order it at a restaurant. Yeah, that's so true. Um, hummus. Okay. So what are our, what's our, read them back to me. Guac, buffalo chicken dip, taco dip, French onion, ranch, hummus, spin dip, queso. Okay. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. You're not going to like this first pairing. Okay. Guac versus queso. So, I'm a guac girl. I like guac. If we go to the Mexican restaurant, I want to order the guac. If someone orders queso. In the past, I normally d- didn't touch it because I wasn't really partaking in dairy since getting pregnant and, like, only ever craving whole milk. I <laughs> eat dairy do now. Do you still like dairy a lot? I do, yeah. S- but I have... I'm, I'm a guac girl, but I do think that is an unpopular opinion. Um... Here's the thing with guac versus queso. It's like the best guac beats queso, but mm. queso is more consistent. Like you've had bad guac. Yeah, I've had bad guac, and you could take like, is it tostino, Totino's um queso, and just like heat it up in the microwave, and it would still be good. Smacks. Yeah. But I'm if but like if we're comparing like best to best, I'm fine with giving it to guac. I prefer like a tableside guac. Oh, tableside guac. How fancy. I'm a guac girl. Okay, let's do spinach dip versus french onion it's, for me it's probably french onion we just have french onion more and all of our, our french onion dip mix guys here's the hack it's most of these dips are sour cream based sour cream is my favorite food it's sour cream in Lipton's french onion soup mix it is and it so makes, good I'm gonna say it again Okay, everyone write this down it's sour cream in Lipton's french onion soup mix get a, a kettle chip or some pretzels It is iconic. So good. And it's so easy. Like, it's the best thing to bring to a party. So, like, I've never seen, I would never, like, order French, I don't even think you really can order French onion dip, like, at a a restaurant. Well, I'd hope not, because it's just sour cream and dip mix. Like, I hope they're not charging for that. Yeah, I guess maybe they would have it on the side for free. But, um, I've also, uh, it's just, it's hard, it's Mm -hmm. hard to compare, because when you get at a restaurant and when you make it home. But I guess you're feeling passionately about French onion. I am feeling pretty. I, mean, I think spinach chips fine. I don't know if it's. I don't know how many times like I'd go to order that on a menu. Yeah, over like other things. Over like other things. Okay. Like it's it's just not. I'm. Um, but we always have French onion. You always have at the at stuff party. to make. And, no, you always have the stuff to make it, and like it's such a like I love to do it to like elevate just like a Friday night at home with Tyler and I. It's like Tyler gets home from work and it's like you know what I have a French onion dip out. Yeah. Get Cute. a beer. Here's Cute. a fr- here's an appetizer, and you just like feel oh, like you're doing the most. Wow, look at you, wife of the year, wife of the year. Okay. Hummus versus ranch. Ranch. Well, I, we just had to throw hummus on there because yeah. we, mainly like we ran out. Yeah. Um, hummus is, hummus is okay. Hummus is mid. Hummus is so... I don't think you're eating hummus for anything other than the health factor. Yeah. If like you want to eat a dip and you have carrots. Yeah. But you... And you don't have ranch. Yeah. Like I... Although having pita with hummus... Hummus is nice because pita is the preferred... Like a warm pita would be the preferred mm. um, vehicle to eat it with. And that in and of itself makes it a home run. But that's the pita, not not the hummus that's making it win. Well, so. I would say I've never had pita in ranch dip. I don't know if... I don't know what the... I think this ranch dip... You want to know what I like to dip it in? If like I'm really like saying like best preferred vehicle, like best mouthfeel? What? Pizza. Hmm. This pizza so with it's this ranch not just, dip... It's not just ranch, for the record. It is... Well, you can say what Oh it yeah, is. um, It's an incredible recipe. It's sour cream, mayo, Greek yogurt, Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning. Yeah. Don't ask me the measurements. Figure it out. Just like do it with your heart. Yeah. Whatever. whatever you're, if you're I feeling will- more healthy, do more Greek yogurt. If you don't really... I mean, I also sometimes take it with only sour... Again, only sour cream. If that's just all but I But I do like... I like to do a lot of Greek yogurt, like two tablespoons of mayo, a whole packet of ranch dip, and then as much sour cream as I want it to taste good. Yeah. It's such a good... It's my kids will eat... Any veggie I put in front of them. Okay. Okay. Buffalo chicken versus taco. Buff. That's hard because taco dip would have would have won. It would have been a good conversation for any other one. But, but buffalo not, chicken. Yeah, I totally agree. Very good. Okay, our final four is guac, buffalo chicken, French onion, and ranch. It's okay. A stellar list. I've literally like brought all of these to a party before. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like, what do you do now? Okay, let's do uh, guac versus ranch. this is a tough one again it's here's why guac kind of pisses me off can i tell you Uh, sure it doesn't keep no it's incredible how you can buy it from the store and it is perfectly green and wonderful and then you take the lid off and the next day it's all brown you know what i mean what is up with that and ranch dip is it's in the fridge for a week it's best, but it, it, we're not taught. Well, we're, we're oh, I'm just saying, but, but, okay. But Ron, this is round four. It's like, what's the best dip? It's like the vers- versatility matters, I think, here. Okay. Um, it's just, it, it would be hard for me to give it to a homemade ranch dip when we're talking about like table side guacamole being like the best of the best. Yeah, I get that. And they're, the best of the best ranch dip is made in your kitchen. With a sour cream base. <laughs> we can give it to guacamole. It's guac. <laughs> okay buffalo chicken dip versus french onion buffalo, buffalo chicken dip, dip guac versus buffalo chicken i knew we were gonna end up here and it's and it's probably buffalo, it's probably chicken. buffalo yeah. chicken buffalo chicken dip is so good here's my buffalo chicken dip recipe i mean we don't even need a dish to dry through for this episode yeah just dips for dinner here's my buffalo chicken dip recipe rotisserie chicken don't just don't you need to do that don't get i i don't think the canned chickens is good i do i buy the canned chicken and i've never gotten any lip about my buffalo chicken dip okay get there okay then do whatever dealer's choice either one do we have the same recipe i don't know I'm gonna- and then i do a block of cream cheese and then i do some sour cream about Obviously. like 16 ounces of sour cream as much frank's red it has to be the frank's red hot sauce mm-hmm. or i'll do the primal kitchen i think for the buffalo dip i prefer the frank's for buffalo the dip, chicken i prefer the primal I kitchen agree. um and then a p- packet of hidden valley ranch cheddar cheese um, I don't know if I do cream cheese or not in my, I don't, No, I think I do, actually. I don't remember. I made it this past weekend. And it was freaking... It's just so, so good. good. And you know what I like to do? You can dip it with a chip. You can dip it with a pepper. I do celery. You can do celery. Mm-hmm. You can just eat it yourself. It's so good. If you do enough chicken... Here's the thing. If you do enough chicken, you don't even need a vehicle to put it in. No. I'll just eat it with a spoon. I'm dead serious. I know. Dead serious. That's, that's literally not even a shocking thing to do, Kelly. Feels shocking. Okay, well unsurprisingly the great the winner of the great eight of dips is buffalo chicken dip yep and that's the one dip also it's like if i'm out to a restaurant i don't want to order it because i'd rather make it myself at home I i don't really feel like it's on the menu i know why isn't it because i'd order like buffalo wings yeah i don't know just love buffalo Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. My mornings are busier now than ever before. Between getting ready for the day, working out, daycare drop off, all the things, I do not have time for a complicated supplement routine to take a bunch of different products, which is why I love taking AG1 every morning right after my breakfast. It's just one scoop and a glass of water every day. It's this simple routine that I have built into my mornings that makes me feel like I'm doing something good for the day and it sets me up for success. Every scoop of AG1 is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking hair, skin, and nails. I mean, it does it all. So if you are looking for an easier way to take your supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash carpool. That's athleticgreens.com slash carpool. Check it out. Okay, what's next? Industry news? Yeah. Where I spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry? Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay, our first story is from Automotive News, and it says Tesla's Cybertruck could boost brands already sky high loyalty. Cybertruck's continuing to make the news with the world's softest, slowest launch in the history of soft, slow launches. Like the way that this has been so dragged out, it's ridiculous. It says owners of Tesla electric vehicles are the most brand loyal in the industry. I thought this was interesting because we were just talking about brand loyalty and, like, they did not mention Tesla on that list. Yeah, playlist. but that it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but they do face limited choices with the automaker's current four vehicle lineup, two sedans and two crossovers. The cyber pickup, which is expected to launch in the coming weeks, could okay. provide some needed variety, according to S&P Global Mobility, which tracks Tesla's loyalty data. Where have they given it? Have do they have any updates on the Cybertruck or is it still like the launch that they released in like 2012? What it feels like. Um, yes, 2012. It's the same. Was it really 2012? No. Oh, Tesla's overall loyalty rate is 68%, meaning that just 32% of owners leave the brand to buy a new vehicle. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. But when Tesla owners specifically purchase a new battery electric vehicle, not a gasoline or hybrid model, the loyalty rate rises to 90%, a big number as yeah. the industry shifts to EV. So that basically means like if you stop getting a Tesla, like most of those people are getting a gas powered car. Like yeah. very few are going from Tesla to a different electric vehicle. I'm looking. Tesla's this- will have 60% of the EV market through the third quarter this year. That's crazy. The cyber drug is so horrendous to look at. I hate it. While the Cybertruck is an unusual vehicle because of its wild styling and stainless steel exterior, current Tesla owners have said that on the forums that they are eagerly awaiting to upgrade from their Model 3 sedans and Model Y crossovers. I mean, I would just never. Sorry, one more thing. The unofficial online tally of Cybertruck renovations, which I don't know what that means, estimates the total number at $2 for the U.S.-built pickup. Tesla has only produced 5 million vehicles globally in history. But, like, what is this? Let let, let, let me read this again. An unofficial online tally. So, does that just mean, say, like, oh, I would buy one? Yeah. Okay, add me to the list. When YouTube asks you, like, answer this question. Would you buy a Cybertruck? Yeah. So, that's interesting. Cybertruck is horrible to look at, and... It was revealed in 2019. Why does it seem like so much longer than 2019? Well, it's 2020. It's almost 2024. So, I mean, it's yeah, been a you, while. But you think that like 2020, like then you think of 2020 and you like kind of give a pass for they things say slowing down. It should expect to start at $50,000. Hmm. We will see. I just hope we get invited to the first drive. I don't really think Tesla does that. I think if I I don't I don't I don't know. They don't really release new vehicles very often. That's so true. When are we going to get? Also, what are we going to get a redesign on literally any of your other cars? I think if I saw this Cybertruck on the road, I would think aliens have landed. Yeah. And are just like posing as humans. And they're like, we are humans. This is what (laughs) humans do. And they would like try and create a vehicle with their space junk and it would be a Cybertruck. I don't, and think, that's my hot take. In a, in a hot take, it is. So we're not that excited about them. No. Um. Okay. My next story is not a story, but more just like an update on what we're doing this weekend. Where are we going on Friday, Liz? Oh, we are going to Austin, Texas, to see the Lexus TX, aka the Lexus Texas. It's unofficially called the Lexus Texas. It's unofficially. It feels like they're leaning into it. If you're going to have the first drive event. In Austin. It's kind of like an unofficial tally in the sense that it is unofficially <laughs> called the Lexus Texas by us. Um, the Lexus TX, we're going to Austin, Texas to do the first drive to see it. Um, and we're excited. Do you think we're going to like it? I don't really know that much about it. I probably well, we should just, like do like a little bit well, of Well, we just had the Grand Highlander. Yeah. We just spent a week in that. Yeah. So they should be similar. Okay. This should be the high end version of a Grand Highlander. Which I'm very excited yeah to, for that yeah I you know I love I love a bell and whistle I feel like the Lexus lineup is a, a little bit I think they're kind of going through a little bit of identity crisis because at one point like I felt like all their SUVs looked very cohesive and now you have like that the GX which is this, this like boxy looking like off-roading thing and now you mm-hmm. have the new TX which is like sleek and it's just mm-hmm. like what do you want to do you know you have the yeah. LX and it's just like they're a little SUV heavy Right yeah, now. they're a little suv heavy i feel like the market is suv but heavy So though. well that's true so. it's just i don't always know who's like buying these like big suvs that don't fit a lot of people like and don't come for me you guys and you can even leave the review if you want but like the toyota forerunners it's like it's so big in it, for a family in all the wrong places and mm-hmm. if you have a forerunner you agree with me don't act like you don't mm. and same thing with like the gx it's like and even like the new Sequoia, like they're just like so big. Like, what are they doing with all the size? Well, I, th- I think to answer your question of who's buying them, they're people who are th- assuming that they are a an SUV from a reputable brand that it should fit their family comfortably. Yeah. And then it just doesn't. And Sad that is for them. That is why you do tours mm-hmm. and, and we get in the cars when mm-hmm. you don't just like talk about them. Mm-hmm. So, well, that was industry news. So you'll have to follow along on our Instagram this weekend as we are doing all things TX related. Yes. Very. We've never been to a Lexus event before. Mm -mm. Our last brand trip we took together was in San Antonio, Texas. And it was the Kia Telluride. Yeah. So we're Texas girlies. Um, okay. Do you want to do Ditch the Drive-Thru? Or- yeah. I want to Ditch the Drive-Thru. And Ditch the Drive-Thru is going to be our Crocktober recipe. I just kind of want to break mm-hmm. it out a little bit. So if you are a member of the Crocktober community, which I hope you are if you're listening to this podcast, we are making one new Crock-Pot recipe a week for the next eight weeks. So buckle up is what I have to say. call me to be a wild and ride. If you, so yes. Um. And we are starting, we're doing this with, with Naptime Kitchen because we needed an adult in the room. Mm-hmm. We needed someone with the name Kitchen. in their handle to Mm -hmm. because we're just the car mom yeah and the car mom sister like we have no we couldn't possibly do that yeah um we're doing her honey butter chicken Mm -hmm. we're recording this on a monday i'm about i'm making it today i made it already did you film any content about it i did but i haven't posted it oh um so i can give you my thoughts on it tell us your thoughts so she says the chickpeas are optional i would say the chickpeas are mandatory okay because with only the two chicken breasts it's just like you need something more to like bite yeah. into yeah so i've never actually cooked with chickpeas before and i really enjoyed enjoyed them um well they're good protein yeah rinse them uh drain them and rinse them um it is a very it's pl- it's very wait can we tell do we do even tell people what it is yet okay so it's like a it's called honey butter chicken which i think is a little bit deceiving because it's like it has curry in it, curry powder. So it's sort of like more of like an, an Indian flair, not like honey butter chicken, like not like not, down not south, not like south Texas. Of the biscuit. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So I had never, also never cooked with um curry powder, bef- curry powder before, and it has a very distinct taste. It's not spicy at all. It's but it's sort of like a warm spice taste. Yeah. Very plain, very palatable, but I do think that like some people might not like that flavor profile. I enjoyed it. I think it she's Kate called it like a reset meal. I think it's a total reset meal in the sense that it's good, hearty, tasty, but like easy. not overwhelming, easy. It was yeah. very very easy to make. And she said she described re- reset meal like you come back from vacation you like want to just put something easy in the crock pot and this is like healthy chicken do a side of broccoli and like you're yep. just, you're reset you're getting some veggies in. I will also make sure when you're at the store getting the ingredients, um, get some rice if mm-hmm. you don't have it at your house already. I luckily had some, but I like did not read that all the way in her recipe. I just read the ingredients and bought it all. It was so good over some like jasmine rice, like fantastic. Just so. do a side of veggies. I didn't Because I just forgot to buy them I think it would have been Really really good with broccoli Yeah That would have been My veggie choice my plan is Rice and broccoli tonight Um, Do you think my kids Are gonna like it? Yeah I do Oh okay good Mm -hmm. Do you think my husband Will like it? Did your husband eat it? No because It has onions in it My husband doesn't like onions That's so weird So I didn't even Offer it to him Okay Also he's doing The 75 75 hard right now And he's keto So apparently chicken Like doesn't do anything For you when you're keto I don't know Okay that doesn't make sense But sure Doesn't Um, have enough fat anyway i hate the keto diet anyway um so no but i thought i thought it was good i'm also not a picky eater at all yeah but i'm i'm very excited to make it so that's what we'll be making this week i think it's i i I always am looking for like an easy i i love the term reset meal i think that's Mm -hmm. a very like good thing to have in your repertoire Mm -hmm. um so yeah you can follow along and we'll be announcing if you want to you can like just search like google the car mom crocktober and like our crocktober page will pull up it's also mm-hmm. saved on my highlights um if you're signed up for our email list you'll be getting we send out our emails on thursdays with the recipes so mm-hmm. make sure you're up for our email list um and yeah i'm excited to see everyone joining along i was dying someone tagged us in a pa- in a picture that all of the chickpeas were sold out at the oh, store yeah, except for one can and it was like the crocktober effect Maybe, who's to say? And then at the end of Croctober, we're going to do a grade eight. Yeah, we're going to get Kate back on the and podcast, we will, um, and we're going to do a grade eight. We will, like, pull you guys, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to, like, participate in that grade eight and, like, have, like, a, you know, do it with us. Yeah, do it with us. Yeah. Mm, you know, hopefully you're you're making this with us. Yeah. Anyway, I'm very excited. Me, too. Um, okay, well, now it is time for Blake's Besties, where in October, we honor the fact that it is pregnancy and infant loss awareness month. And we read some stories from your babies that were taken too soon. We talk about, um, the, the fond memories that you have and we say their names because they are worth talking about. So, um, we have a couple today. So this comes from Kelsey. Um, she says, we have been so blessed with three beautiful sons, Uh, When the youngest was almost a year, we took a no-kids trip to Mexico. Surprise, we found out we were pregnant a few weeks later. We were elated. We decided not to find out the gender to to keep the surprise theme going. At the anatomy scan, we found out our precious first daughter would be born into heaven. Lucy's brothers love to talk about her and who she might be playing with. We miss you, and we can't wait to hold you in our arms someday, Lucy. So that is Lucy Grace. Love Lucy Grace. Lucy is such a cute name. Such a cute name. It's a that's a name that's never gone out. Will never go out. I totally agree. Like so Lucy. timeless, and it's it's not really as popular as I feel like it should be. Yeah, like you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it should be like it should be like an Emma equivalent. Mm-hmm. It's so cute, Lucy. So cute. Okay, and this next one comes from Vanessa, or should I say Nico's mom? Mm-hmm. Nico just celebrated his sixth birthday in heaven on 9-25. Nico was her firstborn. And, um, he, um, he died of underdeveloped lungs and he lived for two days, but she was blessed to carry him for nine months and they created lots of beautiful memories that my husband and her, or that her husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> that her husband and her will cherish for forever. And I loved, she put like just some things about him mm-hmm. or things that happened. Um, and she says, I crave McDonald's French fries and the OG high C orange soda, yes. such a freaking, that yes. OG? <laughs> Oh, it geez. tastes like the 90s. I know. His nursery theme was baby dinosaurs, cute. which is so freaking cute. And they also experienced the Grand Canyon, Horseshoe Bend, and Sedona, Arizona together. I love to hear about like what you did with I I so feel that like the things that you did, the places yeah. things you experienced while you were pregnant with them. Like, I'll never forget, like, James got to go to a uh, Tyler Shielders concert and a John Mayer concert. And I'm like, you are such a lucky kid because he Whoa. was, like, in my belly. Um, but it, it really is so... Like, they were there. Yeah. And it's so cool. And I think that's also so important to always make sure, like, you you take those pictures at those mm-hmm. events. And I just want to say, like, when it comes to Blake's besties, and I... Guys, I I, I I no one We know how hard it is to, like, listen to some of these stories, but I don't want anyone to feel... And I don't think these moms want anyone to feel feel any guilt or any fear. Mm-hmm. They just want you to feel joy in all the little memories that you have. So like mm-hmm. that. And when Elizabeth and I did this last year when we were both pregnant, um, yes, it was hard. But I also... But like I enjoyed every single day I was pregnant with Fred and I like slowed down and like took those memories because like that's that's part of the journey. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's what these moms are like. They have and those are their memories. And that's why we like to talk about Mm -hmm. these positives. So just don't don't have fear and don't have guilt and don't be scared. Just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Enjoy every day that you are pregnant with those sweet little babies. Yeah, absolutely. So we are honoring Lucy and Nico today. So if you want to write in or have a story to share, you can write into hello at the com. And if you drive a Toyota 4Runner, it is your chance to leave the review. To show up and show out and tell us what you love about. I mean, 4Runner people love their 4Runners. And I... They do. And I love the look of a 4Runner. No, of course. I really do. Just remembered something. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Are you okay? I forgot to leave the key of the Ford Bronco out. Oh, okay. And they're coming to pick it up today. Okay. Forerunner made me think of that. Okay. So if you drive a Forerunner, please head to our review section and leave us a review. All right. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.